Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling and Loving It podcast. I'm your host, Jamie, your friend at homeschool.com and homeschool mom of six. Join us as we keep it real and chat about the ups and downs of this amazing adventure we call the homeschool life. So grab a cup of your warm favorite and a comfy chair and let's get started. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Loving It Pod and this week is episode 36. We've got a super cool special guest today, but guys, this year, wow, it has definitely been the year for the unimaginable to happen. No matter where you stand politically, I think we all agree America is in trouble. I love my country. And I am proud to be an American, and no, I'm not going to break into song, but we need help. That help is going to come from grassroots Americans, young and old, who begin to understand that they can be a part of changing our country and making a difference. So, Constitution Week, and of course, Constitution Day is coming up. And homeschool mom that I am, I've been looking for some good resources to help me put together a study in honor of that day for my own kids. Well, I have to say, I found some great stuff. I know you and your kids are going to love, and I want to share it with you this week. Before we dive into today's podcast, I really would like to thank our sponsor, TimeForLearning.com. Time for Learning is an award-winning online curriculum used by hundreds of families across America, including myself. And they are offering a special offer for the Loving It Pod family, and first-time users can get their second month free with the promo code HSLI. Today I'm talking about Constituting America, which can be found online at constitutingamerica.org. Joining us today is Janine Turner, and Janine is founder of Constituting America, as well as a three-time Golden Globe-nominated actress. You might know her from Northern Exposure, Friday Night Lights, and even featured films like Cliffhanger and Steel Magnolias. So welcome, Janine. Oh, thank you, Jamie. It's great to be here. I saw you on Fox News, and I was like, we must meet. We must meet. Yay! And that was definitely exciting, although rather impromptu. I knew about an hour before I did it. <laughs> oh, even more impressive then. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, so you're you're a Texas girl. You live, is it near somewhere near Fort Worth, I guess, right? I'm an hour from uh, Fort Worth, Dallas, Fort Worth, just straight north. And I live on my ranch up here with my longhorn cattle and uh, two rescue horses and Angus cattle. And I just can't bring myself to sell any of them. So I just collect cows. Yes. (laughs) Well, that's kind of a Texas thing, isn't it? My parents live in Fort Worth. And so we get to go visit them and enjoy it. We do love Texas. Oh, well, Texas is a a great place. And um, it it was a wonderful education for my daughter because for two solid years, we were our own ranch hands and we would feed the horses and take care of the cattle every day and do it before school and after school. And I just think to spend some time on land you know, amongst nature, amongst nature, if anything else. So we're, we're sort of losing that in our country today and our civilization and nature is so important. It is. I agree. So we're so excited about you being able to join us, but we're really excited about your, what you're going to talk to us about. First of all, just as general introduction with everything that's happened in 2020, <laughs> crazy that's mm-hmm. happened. And with the fact that this is an election year, 
I'm sure you'll agree that it's vital that Americans have a thorough understanding of their rights and of the documents that are so important in guiding the political processes of our land. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's why I founded this in 2010. Yes. Oh, 10 years. Wow. Um, You founded Constituting America. Will you tell us about your vision and how you started down this path? Yes. The influence in my life was my father. And my father, Turner Maurice Gant, spelled like Gaunt, but we said we say Gant in Texas, um, was a graduate of West Point, of the United States Military Academy at West Point. And he played football there. And uh, so he was a very quiet man, but I, I, I was raised with the Jets. He was one of the first to fly. Back then, West Point was Army or Air Force. And he was one of the first to fly uh, twice the speed of sound. So I was raised wow. with these jets flying over my head. And um, I remember it, he, he, he served his time. And then due to certain situations, he ended up um, flying for Braniff International, if anyone remembers Braniff. And we moved to Texas at the age of three. But my dad's from Athens and my mom's from San Antonio. So we're all lineage of Texans. But I remember in third grade, I looked up at my father. And I don't, you know, we didn't sit around the table talking about founding father. So I don't know where I got this question. (laughs) Unless there's a founding father guardian angel that I have. We are supposedly related to George Washington through his grandfather. Um, But I said to my father, if our founding fathers were to come back today, what would they be most disappointed about? And um, I don't know what third grader asked that question. No, I did. And uh, for those who want to know what my father said, he thought about it for a minute and he looked down at me and he said, taxes. So Mm. (laughs) he thought they'd be very disappointed. But we're talking 1965. No, 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 wait, I was older than that. So we're talking about maybe early 1970s. Taxes is what my father thought they would be disappointed about, which is pretty funny because everybody wants to know. (laughs) So it was sort of inherent. But then I will say that I had an extraordinary fifth grade teacher. The first year I moved out to Eagle Mountain Elementary and it was, we'd talk about nature. The cows were in the playground and things of that nature. But my fifth grade teacher, Mr. Ingram, really spent the entire year utilizing the arts to teach us about the founding documents and the founding fathers. And we um, rehearsed all year in the springtime when school was about over, we all performed the musical 1776. Have you seen that? I haven't. It's a a movie now. The movie was done in 1976. 1976. You can, you can rent it on Amazon or buy it or whatever. And it was, it's, I encourage everyone to watch it around July 4th, but it's about the signing of the Declaration of Independence. And I played Martha Jefferson and I can still remember who played, you know, John Adams and, and Richard Henry Lee and Thomas Jefferson and Abigail Adams. I played Martha Jefferson. And it had a lasting impact on me. Um, It really, really, really did. So, you know, I became very concerned around 2010 about this lack of education in our country. And I don't know, it's just one of those kind of God taps on my shoulder saying, do this. Because here I am, this Hollywood actress, right? But I was, I left Hollywood to raise my daughter and I homeschooled her in um, kindergarten And then I homeschooled her again in seventh grade and seventh grade was the year of 2010. And so I launched constituting America with Kathy Gillespie and Juliet was the first national youth director. 
Um, and what I wanted to do was be able to educate students and adults about a limited government, the enumerated specific powers, but limited powers of the Constitution matter, and how to utilize the Constitution to make a difference. And we started off with, with um, the one thing we did first is we started our contest, the We the Future contest. We had that up and running, and I was on Fox within the first you know, couple of months. We got a, on a, a and then we had our winners. And so I said, let's go on a road trip. And so we, we got this dilapidated old rundown, you know, RV. And we traveled 6,500 miles to go across the country and interview all the winners in their states. And by September 17th, thanks to my, you know, tech support daughter, millennial daughter, um, we had it edited and in the classrooms by September 17th. And we also, which is Constitution Day, in 2010, but we also launched a 90 day program, a 90 and 90 day study. And we have this every year and it's all archived on the website. We have over a thousand, 1400, I think essays. So anything you wanna learn about breaking down the Federalist Papers or breaking down the United States Constitution or the classics that inspired the founding fathers or the legislative branch, the presidential branch, the judicial branch, we do 90 day studies on, on these every year. So we're very multi-tiered. And now um, I think our most prevalent program is our online or in the classroom if, if it's in the area. Uh, our, our uh, George Washington speaking initi initiative. And that's where I've given over 500 speeches into the actual classrooms, most of them via Zoom, before Zoom was Zoom. I think we did it, we did exactly. it Google Hangout before, but now it's all Zoom. Um, and I use the Socratic method to inspire the kids. And the contest, back to the We the Future contest, we, we utilize for elementary school, it's poetry. Or, and, and all of your listeners, the entries are due September 17th of this year. We might push it a week or two. Um, so a later bit of a later deadline, but um, middle uh, elementary school is artwork and poem. Middle school is a PSA. No, no, it's song, essay and STEM. And then high school is essay, PSA, short film. Let me look, short film. We, we changed it over the years. I used to know it all, uh, short film. And essay, short film, PSA, and song. 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 Uh, we, and then college is the same thing, except the essay becomes a speech. But we also added STEM. So kids can create an app or a video game, you know, some kind of a game about the Constitution, a website. So we added STEM later because I didn't want kids that didn't feel artistic to not be able to, to join our contest. And it's all at constitutingamerica.org to join. And we're gonna be doing these workshops, which we'll talk about in a, in a moment. But the one thing that we do with our contest winners, a lot of our contest winners are still with us uh, 10 years later. They're still on our national youth board. And uh, we do all, and we, we, we don't just give a trophy and a certificate. We have this amazing trip. We've taken kids on the set with Gary Sinise, you know, from Forrest Gump, Lieutenant Dan. Um, we've re-recorded the kids' songs with Big and Rich's John Rich. Uh, we've had big-time producers like uh, Michael Flaherty, who did all the Chronicles of Narnia movies. He's been a mentor, and he's worked with the kids about making movies and PSAs and short films. Our STEM winners have starred in our documentaries, which have been in movie theaters. So what we do is 
we have it. And when they go on our trips, the last few I've been in DC, they get private tours of the West Wing and private tours of this year. They had a private tour of the Supreme Court and Chief, Chief Justice John Roberts walked into the room and answered their questions for 45 minutes. Wow. So it's, it's, a wonder, it's a wonderful trip. And then, but what we do that nobody else do, does is we actually hire companies to promote their works. So we have million, our song winners, their songs, which is what we wanted. We figured if we can't affect the culture, you're not going to get anywhere, right? You can teach any kids anything you want in school, but it's the culture. And of course, we're swimming, up, swimming upstream. So we actually, you know, appreciate the Constitution. But um, our, our winners, uh, we hire companies to promote their songs on the radio. And we've had millions of plays on the radio and 88 radio stations across the country. We use their PSAs. Uh, their public service announcements are like little commercials, 30 seconds or 60 seconds that they've created. We hire a company to put that out, out there. Um, and 287 television stations have played these PSAs of the kids millions of times. And then we have, uh, we enter all the kids' works into to film festivals, which is hard work. And about uh, 30 to 45, our numbers keep rising uh, exponentially, have actually been admitted to film festivals and have won awards. So we, we work with the kids to empower their careers as well as their knowledge about the Constitution because we want them to carry the, the love and appreciation of the founding documents into their work because it's their work that will then affect, you know, the culture of the country. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, before we had this chat today, I did go to your website and I looked at some of those submissions and they were pretty amazing. They really are. So I want to encourage our listeners to head over there, um, constitutingamerica.org and just see what they've done already. And then as uh, Janine has invited us to enter the contest, um, entrance due 917. Let's not forget that. But I want to encourage you all to go see what these students are doing. It really is amazing. And there truthfully is nothing that encourages teenagers and young people more than to see their peers getting involved and making a difference and doing things like this. It makes them want to get involved. So <laughs> good peer pressure. That's true. You've touched on something that's really important. We, we really utilize the, in, in the, and when I give the speeches, the George Washington speeches we we play clips of kids their age and we show them how they appreciate the constitution we've done little clips with with all you know little video clips with all these kids or they've been in a documentary so we actually play these clips so that kids can actually see kids and what they're saying what they love and and the one thing when i speak to the classrooms that it's a socratic method but what I feel very passionately about is that everyone understands the checks and balances. And we go through some different scenarios such as article two, section two, clause two, and how today, you know, uh, treaties are no longer really ratified in the Senate. They're supposed to be, but a lot of times, especially in public schools, what's taught is that this is what the government does. You know, this is how they create a bill. This is what the house does and the, the Senate, and then it goes to the president and then you know, the Supreme court does this, but they don't teach how, how they, the student themselves can utilize the constitution to affect change that they want. And I think the government becomes so big and confusing that I didn't, you know, not until I started Constituting America, I didn't even hone in on this or understand this. The importance of midterm elections, that the president really isn't the most important person in the country. They, you can't go, if, and what I ask the kids to do 
is what we do in the course of it. We have a 10 question questionnaire. We, we discuss all kinds of things. Um, but then one of the questions is about the bill of uh, the bill of rights and the first amendment and how within the first amendment are the tools in their toolbox. And I teach all the kids how to write a petition. And I ask them, what's, what would you like to change in the country? And that's a little too big sometimes for kids. So I'll say, what would you like to change in your neighborhood? And it's really amazing to hear what the kids have to say, whether it's, um, you know, less drugs in the area, more streetlights, you know, fix the roads, you know, better breaks for small businesses. We want to be able to dig a well in our backyard if we want to. I mean, it's fascinating to hear what they want to say. And so I teach them how to use the tools to create that petition, use their speech, use their uh, press, call their representative, you know, then start an assembly that's organized and peaceful and you have your copied out petition. So it's a wonderful experience speaking with the kids. And anyone can go to our website and, and click on uh, book a speech with the George Washington Speaking Initiative. And we can, we can come into your organization or your class or singularly if you even wanted, right, for your student. Oh, absolutely. I did notice that you hadn't even mentioned homeschoolers. And so um, one of the popular things that's sort of happening right now is so many are homeschooling is they're developing homeschool pods or little micro schools. So this would be perfect. You know, if our listeners were involved in a, a homeschool pod or a micro school, they could invite you and you could do one of these. Is it, do you call it a workshop? We call it a, a kind of a conversation. Okay. Um, Socratic, you know, I kind of bring the kids in and we, we talk, but it's, it's a speech. It's not really a speech, you know, because it's not just, I just don't stand there and talk. It's right. really is like a workshop. Um, so I think that'd be a good way. And, you know, I homeschool my daughter. I, did I say this already? Cause I know you and I discussed it before in yeah, seventh you, grade you and in kindergarten. That, that you yeah, it was great. I loved every minute of it. It was my favorite year ever, the seventh grade year when we homeschooled. And that's when we went on the 6,500 mile road trip across the country. And she was able to go with me and I had her write two books and they actually ended up getting published. So, you know, it was a good year. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> mainly, because, mainly because I could be with her. She could be with me and we could do whatever we wanted. And it was really awesome. Yes, that's one of the primary things I try to encourage all these new homeschoolers that our nation is seeing this year, uh, is that homeschooling is freeing and they can experience what you just said, the best year ever because we were together and we got to experience all of this stuff. So we digress mm -hmm. a little bit, but you mentioned this toolbox. Mm -hmm. Now, is this something that you teach the children about as you're doing the workshop? Yes, that's part of the workshop. They bring a pencil and a piece of paper we, and we talk about, you know, the three branches of government. And, and I talk about how, unfortunately, so many people think the president's the most important person and they rush to vote every four years, but they get, forget to vote every two years. And, and I ask them, you know, can, can you just walk to the White House and walk up to the door and knock on the door and have a chat with the president? And they're like, no. And I say, well, of course not, you know. Uh, but you can go walk in and see your representative in your district. And a lot of people don't understand this. So mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's starting the, the process for the kids to utilize that the First Amendment, most people don't even, adults don't even know what rights are in the First Amendment. Um, raps, we call it raps. And um, they can use, not religion, but the other four tools of the five in the First Amendment to actually change something. And you know, the, the 27th Amendment to the Constitution, the movement was started by Gregory Watson, who was a college student at the University of Texas. So I always tell them you're never too young. Mm -hmm. And it's really inspiring. It's a lot of fun. So that's what we do in the speeches. And we also talk about are we a republic or democracy and, and uh, you know, the, the 
I talk about the de Declaration of Independence and what that means and, and uh, how, you know, they govern with the consent of us. So it's really explaining how, how it works. What you're saying is so very true. And I, even with my own children, I feel like I need to impart to them a better grasp and understanding of, of their nation and, and the processes of government. So I am definitely wanting to dive into some of the resources that you have on your website. Well, we do have um, on September 17th on Constitution Day, we are having an uh, open house or all day from uh, like 11 to it's 11 to three um, uh, zoom all day long for uh, homeschoolers or anyone who wants across the country to join. And it's going to be exceptional. We always have a big celebration, but this year we can't actually go to a stage. So we're doing it via zoom, but we are doing a live reading of the United States constitution. We're going to read the entire thing and we're bringing in two students because we have a zoom podcast that we do every Tuesday, Kathy and I, but also Tova Love Kaplan and Dakari Chapman who are 16 and 17. And they ask questions of all these great guests. And so they're going to be with us as well as all the contest winners. Um, not of all the years, this year's contest winners. And then we're bringing in an elder contest winner and Kathy and I will be on too, but, but each category will have that winning category contest winner. Um, and we're going to have things like uh, with the live reading of the constitution, then the constitution and crafts workshop, which, which we will teach kids. We're going to read a book to them. Also, we're going to teach them. We're going to have the winners talk about writing a poem or creating artwork about the constitution. And then we have the constitution and cinema workshop. And wow. we're going to have our middle school, high school and college, college PSA and short film winners. And they're going to do talk about how to create a storyboard and create an idea and actually film something great, a great thing for homeschoolers this year. Then we have our constitutions and constitution and science workshop, and that's going to be middle school, high school STEM winners. And they're going to talk about how they created an app or how they can do it. The, the visiting student or a website, the kids, the kids will be there talking about it. Um, the Constitution and Citizen Workshop, this is about a, almost a $5,000 scholarship in my father's name, uh, the Turner Marie Scant Junior Exemplary Citizen Award. So we're going to have past winners talk about how, what a wonderful opportunity that's been for them. And we have the Constitution of First Amendment Workshop, and that's when I'm going to teach the kids how to write a petition. And then we have the Constitution and Communication Workshop. And that's where our speech winners and our essay winners, middle school, high school, and college will be there to talk about how to write a speech or how to write an essay and how to do this about the constitution. And then we have the constitution and how to have a civil civic conversation, which is we have a great video and then we're gonna have our winners to talk about in this divided country. And we have great stories. The students say amazing things about how to actually start a conversation and maintain a conversation with someone who's your polar opposite. And then we have the constitution and concert workshop. And we're going to have piano playing and our song winners, middle school and high school, t uh, talk about lyrics and how to write lyrics and music. So that's Constitution Day. And it's going to be pretty awesome. And we're really excited about it. Wow. Yes. It sounds like you have it packed full. Oh, wow. Yes. Exciting, you can sign up at constitutingamerica.org. Is there a fee for people to join? No, it's free. It's all free. Oh, that's even Everything's better. free. Mm -hmm. It's free. The speeches that we give to your pod or to your class or to your individual child or to your Boy Scout, you know, Girl Scout, whatever it might be, that it's always free. It's, it's something that we offer through the foundation. 
very useful for, I know a lot of homeschool families do try to incorporate Constitution Day. Uh, this is definitely something that will be useful and a great resource. I want all our listeners to know that I'm going to include in our show notes links to the website and links for you to be able to sign up for the Constitution Day event. So that will be all part of our show notes today. Janine, before we finish up, do you have any last words, anything that you really want to share with our homeschool families? Well, I just appreciate homeschool families. I I think it's a sort of a great American characteristic. I believe mirrors our founding fathers and mothers who took the time, had the time, found the resources, to educate the children themselves and to maintain control over, you know, the ideas and, and to, sh- to champion and shepherd them. And um, I, I just have a great appreciation for, for homeschoolers. I think it's, a, it, it's and I, I'm really grateful that in our country, we can still do it. Um, I know in other countries, it's not allowed, but the fact that we can still do it here, I, th- I think that we, that we can actually have the right to educate our children if we want to is, is just still a superlative aspect of being an American. So hats off to everyone who's going to be homeschooling. I know there are going to be people this year that are doing it out of necessity and it's going to be difficult when they're trying to work, but it's, but children are so resourceful and you'll find that, that they can learn so much more with so with much less time. Uh, than they would at school. So it, it's, it's not as um, time consuming and you get to be with your children and treasure this year, even if it's hectic and chaotic, because then they grow up and they're off, they're off, they're, they're gone, you know? And that's why I walked away from my Hollywood hit TV show, uh, which at the time when Juliet was about four years old, because I didn't want to lose these years with her. And I homeschooled her in, in kindergarten and it was just, it was just delightful. So I stick with it. And you have this wonderful organization here with Jamie and team. And so thank you for all you do in being able to shepherd and champion homeschoolers. Thank you so much. Oh, I appreciate it. We are just so thrilled to be able to share this information with our listeners. I just appreciate you and what you're doing and wish you all the best. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you so much for this opportunity to speak with you today. And thank you for everything you are doing. Thank you. Thanks. After that conversation with Janine, I can't help but think of that quote, with great privilege comes great responsibility. And I know, as well as everybody else in America, that America is not perfect. But America has been blessed with a government by the people and for the people. And that right there is a privilege and one we should remember, protect, and fully understand. And so this year, it's my goal, my personal goal in my own personal homeschool that I use this Constitution Day and even the week surrounding Constitution Day to teach my children about the Constitution and their rights as citizens to impact their local communities, their states, and even the national government. And as Janine said today, we can all make a difference. So I appreciate everyone joining us this week. And I want you to remember to tune in next week as special guest Kath Denham joins us. Kath is pretty amazing. You're going to love this episode. She is a Memory Challenge Award winner. And her and her husband, who is as well, will be joining us and sharing some practical tips for us as well as for our children and our homeschool. So be sure to join us next Thursday for the Homeschooling and Loving It podcast. 
So until next time, with grace and joy, Jamie.